Hello, everyone, and welcome to UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. I am Blaine Gilmer, your host here once again with my co-host, Jed May, and we'll be joined by Trent Smallwood sooner rather than later. But, uh, Jed, man, it is jam-packed. I know you've been go- helping uh, go through all the rankings process this week, and we have a major uh, recruiting official visit weekend Georgia's already been hosting camps. There's a lot going on right now in the world of recruiting. You're muted, Jed. Hey, there, there we are. Um, there we are. I'm back. Um, I was going to say everyone's been looking forward to official visits this weekend, but there's been some big-time talent on campus already this week with camps. And, you know, a guy like King Joseph Edwards didn't even camp today, just showed up on campus for a visit. So um, it's June 1st. It's, uh, Blaine, it's the anniversary of of us starting this gig. Hey. And- just just like last year, June 1st means it's uh, the kickoff of a big summer and a big month. I started off with a bang. You know, the first day I came in here and said, hey, Eric Gilbert's coming to Georgia. It happened, and then everything's mm-hmm. been downhill since. So sorry for everybody that, that raised the expectations so high early. But, uh, no, I'm just – just playing. It's it's been a, it's been a fun year to be a part of UGA sports, especially everything that's gone on. Got to go and see some really cool things. Of course, national championship and all that stuff. But the grind it never stops, and we're covering Georgia football recruiting once again. As failed to mention, you know, sometimes we're up to up over twenty seven thousand subs on YouTube. The biggest Georgia youtube channel out there georgia football youtube channel out there we also cover the other sports as well dash does a great job of that baseball's got a regional this weekend so stay tuned to everything here on the youtube channel make sure to hit subscribe turn on notifications all that good stuff um and and we really appreciate it. also we've got the audio platform you can search uga sports on uh, apple podcast google podcast spotify wherever you listen to it and you'll be able to hear all these podcasts in audio form later riding down the road whatever so jed uh, it is the weekend that everybody is looking forward to um you know for quite some time arch manning's coming to town justice haynes is coming to town those are two probably if you were doing uh, putting a marquee up, those guys would have top top billing, maybe along with TJ Shanahan as well. So just some massive names. But before we get to all that, just kind of uh, you can share a little bit about some of the guys you've talked to this week that have been there for the camp, uh, you know, and to, and to work out for coaches and uh, unofficials before we get. I believe Connecticut, um, somewhere, somewhere up in yonder direction. Um, you know, it's just interesting when you see a 23 guy come that far to to camp. Um, so that's a name to keep an eye on. Um, and then 24 guys, there's Miles Graham out of Woodward Academy. Looks great on film as an inside linebacker. Micah Welch, running back that, that George is after in that 24 class. He's a rival's 250 guy. Um, Connor Liu was on campus today. 2023. Told me, obviously, he's got Georgia um, in his top four taking official. And he told me, look, I'm close enough to Athens – I might as well get a chance to experience Stacey Cyril's coaching style in a, in a camp type environment because that's obviously he won't be able to do that on an official visit. So, um, yeah, like I said earlier, that just because we're not on, it, it's not official visit season yet, or not till tomorrow anyway, doesn't mean that there has been some talented guys on campus already in the early part of uh, early part of June here. 
Absolutely. I think you mentioned uh, King Joseph Edwards. There was also other talented Buford players there uh, with K.J. Bolden uh, being there today. Also, uh, Edric Houston was there. So three really talented Buford guys. And, you know, it just so happens Justice Haynes has already announced that he's going to be transferring to Buford. So he'll be on his official visit this weekend. So Buford Wolves, uh, very prominently represented this weekend for these unofficial and official visits uh you know also some guys Jalen crawford guy from parkview that george is really uh, interested in in the 2024 class saw him at the um atlanta camp you know really athletic kid has picked up a ton of offers um different um different sec schools george is very interested in him he was there um also, there's there's some kids from from Grayson, from Collins Hill that are in the 25 and 26 class. So it's going deep in classes here, Jed. That that we'll we'll touch on. So make sure you're you know a member of the UGA Sports Vault of UGASports.com so you can get all those breakdowns and things like that. Start to know these guys a couple years out because you know it just seemed like yesterday that. You know, Justice Haynes and Archman and all those guys were so far away from making decisions, and now here it is. It's right upon us, uh, you know, with those guys taking their uh, official visits. So I know that – I mean, there's there's so many, Jed, that, that we've got to touch on here, the the 12 guys, you know, that we put up. And I here's on the, on the uh, graphic I had, you know, Pierce Sperlin. You can see him there. You can see Jalen Hale, Caleb Downs. Uh, Chris Peel down there at the bottom left behind Archman and Raylan, Raylan Wilson, CJ Allen's going to be there. Gabriel Harris is going to be there. Maybe even some, some, uh, na- a name or two that won't be mentioned right now, but could, could just show up in Athens. You know, you never know. I mean, it, it, there's always a trick or two, uh, up the sleeve. Um, and sometimes these, these v- visits, even officials don't become public till last minute. So, uh, we'll we'll see what what happens on that end, but I think specifically, Jed, Pierce Sperlin and Raymond Cottrell and Lawson Lucky all being committed and coming back to do official visits, you know, this weekend was such prominent targets there. I think that has to be a a really good indicator of just how how good Georgia feels about this weekend and what they're trying to do to pitch to the, those guys. Right, and especially with with Pierce and Cottrell, because they have been two of the most vocal recruiters of this class on social media. I mean, Pierce, I want to say Pierce is the longest tenured guy in this 23 class. Um, Obviously grew up a huge Georgia fan and all that kind of stuff. So what better recruiter could you have in a recruiting class than a guy that grew up a Georgia fan in Metro Atlanta and and has been in this class a long time? And you don't think Pierce Spurlin is going to be saying, hey, you saw what Stetson and Brock Bowers did last year? That That could be us. And, yeah. you know, same with Raymond Cottrell talking to Arch. Hey, this could be us for the next few years. Um, so, yeah, when you bring in guys like that for a weekend like this and Gabriel Harris, hey, Caleb Downs, like you want to be you want to <laughs> you want to be the guy that that brings in all these passes that a quarterback's throwing after, um, you know, bringing them down to the backfield. So all those guys like that are, are going to be huge this weekend and and might lock up some guys like. You know, C.J. Allen's a guy we thought Georgia's led for for a long time. Justice Haynes, despite some from Florida flirtations, is a guy Georgia we think has led for for a long time. So guys like that, uh, it's going to be huge both to get in the race with some guys and also maybe lock down some commitments from guys as well. Yeah, and we're uh, we're going to get into questions that people on the vault have 
Um, we're also going to touch on some of these YouTube questions that I'm seeing come into play here. Uh, Jeff Hightoff says, uh, why is TJ Shanahan ranked top 10 by rivals, but outside the top 100 by other services don't usually see a difference that large. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're not watching film. Uh, maybe, maybe, the, maybe, maybe he's not answering their phone calls uh, and they're salty about it. I don't know, but he, I, I, anybody who could look, at TJ Shanahan, I, I don't know, and not think that he's, you know, top 10. Who knows? Maybe that's debatable depending on position, but a top, you know, 15, 20 player in the country in the class of 2023. I mean, we've seen him in person, you know, in, in some of those camp settings. You see his film. Jed, I think he's just a complete package, and Georgia's, you know, recruiting him as such. Yeah, and I, I want to say he won – MVP at the five-star challenge last year as a, as a junior. junior. Right? Yeah. And I mean, same with Justice Haynes. That's what he did. So, and it wasn't, I mean, we're going to have the rivals underclassmen challenge in a couple of weeks, which as the name suggests is underclassmen. No, I mean, there was 2022 guys there. I mean, there was, yeah. I mean, I don't Michael remember. Williams. Yeah. I mean, there was dudes at that camp and, and TJ Shanahan won MVP overall, which is the first time he really got on my radar, obviously as a guy from out in Texas. So, um yeah he's a he he's a stud that's all yeah i think i think i was i was sold on tj shanahan when i saw the size that he has ability to play guard the ability to play tackle and when he went up reps against chris uh christian miller when he get uh reps against michael williams both guys who i think could actually play this year for georgia i mean i think they could they could play and contribute mightily this year and T.J. Shanahan more than held his own. He dominated those reps. Uh, so I think that T.J. Shanahan is a guy that is deservedly ranked. I mean, I think he you know, definitely deserves to be up that high. And T.J. called me out of nowhere this, this Tuesday just calling and saying how excited he was for this Georgia official visit that Pierce Sperlin has been – uh, talking to him a lot lately that that he made a connection with Justice Haynes on their G-Day visit together, and they've been kind of chatting it up, talking ahead of time about what this official visit weekend to Athens is going to be like. And he said that he and Arch Manning as well um, have talked several times about their college destinations and things of that, that nature. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see all of those talented guys there together i mean the ones that i kind of you know feel sorry for uh jed are some of the some of the recruiting staffers because man they're gonna be spread thin this weekend there's a lot of a lot of uh high profile guys to to take care of so to speak here on this official visit weekend raymond cottrell coming into town like i said a a, a georgia bulldog um commit so it's going to be interesting. I, I wish we could have like a GoPro view of one of the recruiting staffers, you know, just to see see how how much is going on and, and what all is uh, takes place behind the scenes because you know it's going to be a lot of a lot of a lot of foot traffic, a lot of going different places this weekend. Guys. A step counter, yeah, this, or, you know, how many miles you walk over the course of forty eight hours or whatever from Friday night to Sunday afternoon because it's going to be. I mean, you think of all the just the. Who knows, honestly, what activities are. I know Sunday morning is usually like this, like Sunday morning. Okay, you bring guys in on officials. Usually there's breakfast at Kirby Smart's house. How much money? I mean, not that Kirby Smart's short on money, but how much money are you going to drop to feed 
these big dudes Sunday morning for breakfast at Kirby's house. That's what they choose to do. So um, no telling what activities are going on, but um, I'm sure with the guys on this list and with it being the first weekend, having plenty of time to think about it, it's going to be well thought out and well organized by this Georgia staff, I'm sure. Yeah, there's – I know for a fact that there are – there have been strategy meetings that have been taking place, uh, that there's presentations that have been put together, all this Not kind of stuff. about a game, about recruiting. How about hey. official <laughs> What now? I said not about. Oh yeah! Oh game. yeah! About the yeah, not not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice, oh, man. But you know, we're th- these official visits. I mean, literally staff meetings, uh, planning for you know different presentations, guys. Because we we heard last year during this this weekend, you know, about how they took Branson Robinson and, and Oscar Delp, and Oscar Delp was telling us uh, about all the presentations that that Munkin and Hartley gave to them, and not only was it them, there were some prominent underclassmen there as well. I think Justice Haynes, it might have even been involved, and KJ Bolden in some of those meetings back then. So, I mean, these are there's no detail that goes, uh, you know, undis non discussed uh, before this weekend enters. So everything's going to be well planned out um i think one of the more intriguing ones that and you've you were kind of talking with some people on the vault about this today jed was uh raylan wilson and uh, you know i'm gonna go ahead and put that question up here um from the vault pine tree he got he got right to it pine tree said we flipping raylan wilson (laughs) like he's he's not not playing around He, he just wants to know jed i would tend to think with all the success that Georgia has had at linebacker. And if you follow, as Coach Donnan told me a long time ago, follow the visits. Well, he keeps showing up in Athens, and now he's here for an official visit, even though he's been a long-time Michigan commit. What's kind of the pulse of this recruitment right now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird to, to think that a, a kid that's committed to another school – that Georgia still might be the favorite, but I think Georgia might be because, like you said, follow the visits. Schumann visited his school in Tallahassee in January, I guess. He came up for a weekend in March. I believe it was the the big weekend, the March 19th weekend. Um, and now he's back for an official the first weekend in June. And it's – I don't know. It's like you said, how can you – how can any – not just Michigan, any school hold a candle to what Glenn Schumann has done with the inside linebacker position toward, especially with what he did this year. So I, that might be the recruit, the, um, yeah, the, the visit, I guess I'm most interested in because Arch Manning's not going to commit this weekend. I mean, that's wishful thinking. Justice Haynes probably won't commit this weekend. Um, but Raylan Wilson is the one that I'm really interested in just to see, does he, de- because the last time Georgia hosted a commit, it was Justin Rett who committed decommitted from Notre Dame during G day and then joined Georgia's class about a week later. So I'm very interested to see if Georgia convinces him to at least decommit, if not flip straight away um, with a huge official this weekend. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked at all to see rather than Wilson just totally, you know, rip the bandaid off one fell swoop. You say I'm no longer a Michigan guy. I mean, like I said, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, all you got to do is put on the, the replay of the orange bowl, like on loop, you know, do it, walk, walk around and be like, yeah, maybe I made the wrong decision here. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what he, what, uh, happens with Mr. Wilson yesterday. Uh, Freddie S a great interview with Sam and Pimba. Yeah. We, we talked to Sam and Pimba earlier this week. Um, I will, 
that's a good point. I'll put it out on the podcast feed. Uh, hadn't hadn't done that yet, but check that out if you hadn't, guys. We had a prospect uh, prospect profile with Samuel and Pimba. He sat down five star. He's going to be coming back June twenty second. So that's a big unofficial visit. Georgia getting him back on campus with likely an official visit happening during the season during the fall. So uh, that that is a a big one. Uh, Nathaniel Holsey says Arch is going. He's going where Georgia. I don't know what he said there. I think he's saying he's going to Georgia, but uh, we'll see. We'll Arch. see. Who's and, uh, Arch? Arch. Yeah. Who? Who is Arch? Who is this Arch you speak of? Brett Womack. Brett Womack. Say about Pimba, like June twenty second. That's a a Wednesday. So in the middle of the week, you would think he would get official visit levels of individual attention in the middle of the week, right? I mean, wouldn't you think that? with the guy of his caliber on campus in the middle of the week, they would go all out and tr- again, treat it like an official, um, even though it's an unofficial. So that, that's going to be an interesting, interesting one to watch too. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's basically what happened with uh, Justice Haynes back with the Florida situation a, a few weeks ago. You know, Katie Turner uh, was at Georgia. She knows how, how things go with the university of Georgia and how they typically do things on official visits. Well, guess what? She's at Florida now. And they basically did everything that Georgia typically would do on an official visit and, um, you know, knocked Justice and, and his family's socks off. Um, so that's kind of what happened there. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked if you're right, if they do kind of Georgia takes a page out of that playbook and does the same thing with kind of in Pimba right there. And that's a kind of a good segue into JAR 52's question, Jed. Yeah, who out of? Jaden Wayne, Clay Russo, Nicholas Harbor, and Samuel and Pimba. Do you think Georgia lands? And Nicholas Harbor is like a way strange, way. strange enigma. Jed is what I would call <laughs> as, as 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 Jim Ross refers to Jeff Hardy. I would refer the same to Nicholas Harbor, the strange enigma, because uh, you don't know what this guy's gonna do. Okay, you don't know if he's going to run track as a professional athlete. You don't know what he's planning on doing. I know that Georgia, if he if he does run track in college and doesn't go pro running track, which I know some people in his camp want him to do, uh, and he probably could do, honestly, as fast as he is, then, you know, I see Georgia being a, a, a strong person you know, contender there with him wanting to do both in college. But I think the two, honestly, that Georgia has the best shot at right now are uh, Rusaw and, um, and and Pimba. Uh, I just think that Quay Rusaw is a phenomenal talent. Uh, the man is strong as an ox. I mean, he's power cleaning, you know, in the upper 300s. He's squatting over 600 pounds. He's bench pressing, you know, upwards you know 300 something pounds i mean it's ridiculous how strong it's just naturally strong so i think quay russell is one and and jed you just talked about it with impemba uh you know coming back i, I feel like him and chidera uzo deribe have kind of built a strong rapport there yeah if, if we're ranking the likelihood of guys on this list i'd put russell one harbor four i mean yeah and pimba is probably a little more likely than wayne i mean i think both you know, the thing about Wayne is, unless he comes back for an unofficial, like the haze at the barn there, because obviously he just came to Georgia on official, whereas at Pimba, he's got an unofficial coming up, and he's got a probable official later in the fall. So 
Um, yeah, I'd probably put like Impimba two and and Wayne three, like at this second. Um, as as speaking of number three, Trent's in the house now. Stop, stop talking. Stop talking about him. Stop talking about him. <laughs> um, Trent spending time with his family or, or something else that's not important. Um, yeah, so. I mean priorities, Trent. What the? <laughs> they had to drive all the way home from Sardis. <laughs> Hey, you should get an award just for were you, going. Uh, were you eating dinner with with Arch and filming his commitment video for his official starts tomorrow? Is that where you were? You you're not supposed to say that live. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> we're live, pal. <laughs> man, a lot of a lot of Jim Ross references coming out of me tonight. I'm uh, the man in the black hat. Uh, uh, I'm I'm loving what he's doing over there, AEW stuff. But we won't get lost on professional wrestling because I could take us down a total rabbit trail professional wrestling if you love professional wrestling you need to comment in the youtube uh in the youtube comments i will get it on the screen if you have a random professional wrestling comment throw it in there i will make sure it gets on the screen for you um so what exactly is professional wrestling i mean are we talking stinger yeah we're talking about we're talking about you know wcw back in the day we're talking about wd i don't know about wwe now that's kind of I too don't sweet like it now, but yeah, don't like that. Too sweet NWO for sure. Hey, I was gonna do actually do a piece like comparing, uh, you know, Jimbo Jimbo Fisher and and Texas A and M to like the NWO. I think that would be a great piece over there because you know they're just gonna cheat their way to the top. That type type deal. Start, so start losing losing kids to the Wolfpack. Maybe watch out. <laughs> that's it that's it so now but, uh, we got a lot of questions here we're rolling through we just talked about uh samuel and pimba trent and we're continuing right through the line of course we got arch Manning and all those guys coming into play but uh the boy racer here jed has a question for us how many of the official visitors this weekend do you think eventually end up in the class i'm gonna guess at least 10 of the 12 that's wow strong. you're talking you're talking about <laughs> I know I know we say all the time that Georgia has really, really strong on campus recruiting, but if ten of these twelve guys that we know for sure are coming and maybe a thirteenth that that you know we don't know if if he's gonna show up or not, if ten of those guys commit, man, you're talking about I don't see how Georgia couldn't end up with the number one class at that point, Trent. Well, I guess you're you're talking about six out of the eight. Because you got four already committed, I think. Um, See, Harris, Harris, Sperlin, Lucky. I mean, looking at looking at the list, I mean, six. I mean, <laughs> six out of eight is is kind of realistic. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I would say, uh, you know, like Caleb Downs, Justice Haynes, uh, Chris Pill. You know, well, you got guys that are already committed there, so that are going to be there. So let's count the ones that are already committed. Jed, you can be our official counter. Hold, hold your fingers up when I say this. <laughs> all right. So not all your fingers. <laughs> Pierce, Pierce Sperlin's one. All right. Lawson Lucky is two. Gabriel Harris is three. Raymond Cottrell is four. So I think those are the ones that are already committed there. The ones that we feel maybe Georgia has a really good shot with or leads with right now. Justice Haynes, Chris Peel, Puts you at six. CJ um, Allen. Allen. Feel pretty good about CJ Allen. I know Oklahoma and USC and some other schools, Tennessee, doing a really good job there. But that would be that would be seven. 
who else do we have that's coming yeah, on it's, official? It's gonna, that... it's gonna come down to your Arch Manning and Caleb Downs and uh Yeah, so now you're look yeah, you're looking at those guys, right? I mean Braylon uh not Braylon James. Jalen uh, Hill will be one that kind of swings it too. Jalen Jalen Hill. So it comes down you're over under the boy racer comes down to how does Georgia do with Arch Manning? Uh I really Jaylen think it's Hill. Arch Manning and Caleb Downs. I mean, those are two two key targets that George focused on that uh could could turn that one way or the other. Hey, Jeremy Barbie <laughs> Barbari says used to like Dean Malenko Ray Mysterio matches. Absolutely. Gotta love the the uh the cruiserweights in WCW. This Let's is going to be a running thing. Go all the way back to Ricky Rudd. Hey, I, man, you must be a little bit older than I am. Tread, I don't even know Ricky <laughs> Rudd. Don't tread on me. He says WCW and Georgia Championship are really legit guys. This WWE stuff and Hulk Hogan is total Hollywood fabrication. <laughs> I love it. More pro wrestling talk in the in the chat. Go ahead and put it in there. Um, but no, I I think you're exactly right, Jed. It's kind of it kind of swings on. Okay, does Arch come? Does Jalen Hale come? Could they pull? Uh, you know, could they pull T.J. Shanahan out of Texas? Which, by the way, people need to know he is not originally from Texas. He moved out to Texas. He's he's from the Orlando area. Uh, hey, Rick Rude, there you go. Yeah, Rick Rude, that, that's what I meant. Ravishing, <laughs> ravishing Rick Rude. You said Rick Rudd. Oh hey. my God. Hey. <laughs> This Tarnishing guy, the good name of Rick Rude. This guy uh, is uh, a classic. Hey, that's it. Him and Bobby the Brain Heenan there. I'm loving this show already. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I think when it comes to that, I can see strong maybe eight out of the 12, possibly 13, depending on if anybody else shows up. Uh, but we'll, we'll just see. What's up, dog? Jed has another one for us. How many five-star rated players? Man, I've had too many rankings questions today already. We'll end up in our 2023 class, number on offense and number on defense. This is for you, uh, Jed. Yeah, Mr. National. That can only be to you. Yeah, since I've had about 10 hours of rankings meetings the past two days. Uh, let's see. Okay, so five-star players. Let's see. Um, Hakeem Williams is probably going to be a five-star. Oh, I don't think he's coming to Georgia anymore. Uh, I mean, Arch is obviously a five-star. So we can say that's one. Whoa, are you calling Arch? Whoa. 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 National <laughs> analyst predicts Arch Manning to Georgia. <laughs> I mean, Tweet it. National <laughs> analyst Jed May. <laughs> like, okay, so that's because I don't think Justice is going to get a fifth star. I don't think Pierce, is, Pierce or Cottrell is going to get a fifth star. Why, why is that, Jed? I don't know, dude. My, my opinion is way down the totem pole in these meetings. So. <laughs> Tight ends. Tight ends uh, getting the shaft. Tight ends are a dying position, I hear. Um, hey, I don't. Georgia. Think, I mean, TJ Shanahan, Shanahan has a fifth star, doesn't he? Yeah, I think your you're possible ones with five stars right now that are likely to end up five stars by the time it's all said and done, Arch and Shanahan. So your question is, do you get one or, or both of those or either, yeah. any, either one of them? So I'm going to say – that's your two possibles on on uh on offense and then on on defense. I mean Caleb Downs should have a fifth star, man. I tried. He could Caleb Downs Caleb well Downs could end up being a, a five star yeah. before it's over with. I think the most that you're gonna see 
the most that you could possibly see is four, two on offense, two on defense. But I don't uh, – I think more realistically, it's going to be in the two to three number in terms of five stars in this class. Now, if, if you really want to go nuclear – do you think there's – I mean, I don't know that this necessarily happened, but I guess it's not impossible, right, where Georgia could get Downs, Wayne, and Impemba, and you'd have two five-star edges and a five-star safety? Well, I'm, count, I'm, I'm, counting, I'm counting Wayne uh, Wayne and Impemba as possible, as possible ones, you know, in there, but – and then maybe somebody else bumps up from the, the four-star class uh, below them in there, that, you know, but I'm not – Keon Keon Keeley is a guy that's committed to Notre Dame that that Chidarius Oderibe is really recruiting hard. Nichols Harbor, they're in it with him. So they've got, you know, four guys, four guys that they could try. I mean, it's not impossible for Gabriel Harris to to get fringe five star. I don't think so, but I'll say four to five before it's all said and done. Yeah. Four to five? I'm gonna say more two to three. I'm I'm a little more conservative. I like Foghorn says, get funky like a monkey. He's talking about <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. I like it. I like you it. Know, you, over there taking the Mark, you over there taking the Mark Rick approach. I see you. Yeah, a little conservative. A little conservative on it right there. All right. Uh, the ball. Pine, Pine Tree says, ever heard, ever heard of this Arch Manning guy? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's a pretty prominent dude. He's, he's in demand. I know one thing. Uh, I did a interview for the Players' Lounge with uh, Rylan Goaty, uh, current tight end at Georgia. And there's a there's a little buzz uh, around Athens with uh, with Arch coming in, not just from, you know, fans of the team and stuff like that, but guys currently on the team as well. I mean, it's a it's a happening when, when this goes down. So I think that the, uh, the times that are going to be uh, enjoyed in Athens this weekend by all will be uh, – Will be stuff that that I'm sure it will all hear the stories about one day uh, when it you know 20 years down the line when he decides that he can talk to the media like Eli and Peyton have decided. Yeah, now. he has his own Manning cast. He is going to enjoy the college life this weekend. I can assure you. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. It uh, it is going to if if we could write a book. I wish somebody could write a book, a tell-all book on the recruitments of Jacob Eason. Of Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> of all. The, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Patrick needs to. Patrick Garvin. There's your next book. You need to. Right. You need to get some Matthew truth Stafford, there. I mean, Matthew Stafford and Jacob Eason. I need a full on book of what happened Expose. when they went Athens. Yeah, and Trevor and Trevor Lawrence too, because I feel like there was a story there that <laughs> that it didn't end up in George's favor, but it didn't. It wasn't because Trevor didn't have a good time in, in Athens. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Scuffle Town Dogs says, "Could UGA land the number one class, and who will really help us, Georgia, to get there? Um, are we have an above average chance Ooh. of getting? Yeah, I, I think that Arch. Listen, all the talk out there is that." You know, you hear a lot of people saying, oh, there's smoke about Texas, all this kind of stuff. Of course, I think it's Georgia and Texas locked in a head-to-head battle right now. But all the more, that makes me think, like, I've literally tried to analyze this from every way possible to say, oh, well, here's why you would go to Texas over Georgia. And I cannot think of a reason unless unless you have just so much faith in Steve, Steve Sarkeesian that he's going to turn around what is currently a dumpster fire of a program 
and the culture is really bad and he's adding more problem people to it through with the transfer portal guys that he knows are a locker room problem because he coached him when he was at Alabama and yet he's still bringing them on onto the roster so I just don't see how it's a fit I mean Trent you know what are your what are your thoughts on it I think everybody knows my thoughts I think everybody knows that uh I think Georgia sits in a good spot for Arch I think it is a Georgia Texas battle and um you know, I've long thought that that Georgia had, uh, you know, some relationships in its favor, uh, you know, the college life in its favor. I think they have a lot of stuff working in its favor. And not to mention that the, the program offers stability from a coaching standpoint. Uh, you know, will Munkin be there? And uh, maybe, maybe not his whole career, but you got Buster Faulkner right behind him, uh, who, who he's very close with. Um, you also got Matt Luke roaming around uh, Athens. I saw him a couple weeks ago with Kirby out at the baseball field. Their sons play baseball together. So, uh, you know, it's it, uh, Luke's still around. The relationship's there. I, I just think from relationship, stability, everything just po- – the arrows just point to Georgia's favor. Um, it, you know, you, you look you look at Texas' side, you know, what he did at, uh, when he was the offense coordinator at Alabama, what he did with uh, the quarterbacks over there. Yes, it's impressive, uh, but you got a program coming off a national championship. You got a program uh, that didn't get anybody drafted at all. Um, it's just kind of a, uh, it, you know, all, all the tea leaves point to Georgia, and, um, and and you know, I like where Georgia stands just just from talking to people behind the scenes as well. Yeah, I think so too. And to answer Scuffletown Dogs' questions, I mean, the the guys that I think. You know, we, we mentioned them before, those kind of swing guys that, that we feel really good, uh, that Georgia has a really good chance to put – to get, and then those guys would put Georgia over the top, would be Arch, would be Justice Haynes, would be Jalen Hale. Those are the three top guys that you're looking at. Um, but I think there's some glue guys in this class that, that you could see, you know, commit like a, like a Chris Peel uh, maybe, you know, that, that – there's a reason that Fran Brown and and uh, Chidera Uzo Deribe were brought on staff, Jed. I mean, these guys have connections in different parts of the country than maybe some of the uh, current coaches on staff do, and and they're 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 young, driven coaches that are really uh, really good at making connections, and and they're doing so with guys that maybe aren't the the highest ranked in the world, but they're but they're you know the, the coaches see a lot of a lot of potential in them. Yeah, and I think a perfect example from Uzo Deribe's standpoint is uh, Adepoju Adebowore um, out of Kansas City. Like Uzo Deribe offered him right after he took the job. He's taking an official. I believe it's next weekend. And you know, it's Georgia, Oklahoma, Northwestern, and I think Iowa, which is a really random grouping of schools. His brother plays at Northwestern. Um, but, I mean, that's a guy who he's really raw. He, he has huge upside. So – Say Georgia kills it with an official visit. He either commits this summer, later this year, whatever, and he has a good year this fall and shoots up the rankings later. That's another guy who could end up, say, in the top 100 or top 50 or whatever. That that really boosts um, your points or or whatever. However, uh, my friends on the national side do that kind of stuff that that no one's really thinking about right now. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, and the, like you said, that senior that senior tape is not only important for coaches. A lot of times, it's important for the evaluation process and all that kind of stuff, the final rankings, all all of that. So, Jed uh, Jed will be 
you know, in 20 years, he'll be giving us his tell-all book of the behind the scenes of the rivals ranking system when Arch Manning was coming through and all, and all those guys. So, uh, you know, that's when Arch, yeah. Arch Jr. will be coming through. Yeah, Arch Jr. Archie, Archie, Archie Manning the third uh, coming coming through there. So no, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how the, how it all you know plays out in terms of the rankings and the number one class and all that. You know, Alabama is going to have something to say about it. You know that uh, No Dame's recruiting well right now. You've got um, Texas A and M, of course. It's always going to be involved. Ohio State, so. Lots of lots of teams that can end Tennessee. up before. Yeah, well, we'll see. They they started out pretty hot in twenty twenty two. We'll see. Uh, all right, Ryan Dog says if Arch commits to get you guys determined, do we land the number one class? We already kind of talked on that, so let's skip to the next one. B Hodge oh seven oh two. Who is your biggest want? I guess he's saying Georgia's in the in the class of twenty twenty three that we have a legit shot with outside of Arch. I don't think it really matters to us. You know, we're just analyzing the recruiting. But, uh, B. Hodge, when it comes down to it, I would say if I was on the Georgia staff and there were guys that, that I was trying to get into the into this class, like desperately wanting to get into this class, I'll give mine first. I think it's either Caleb Downs or J- or Jalen Hale. I think it's got to be one of, one of those two because I think Jalen Hale – Jalen Hill and Hakeem Williams were the two type receivers that I don't think Georgia has anything kind of currently like on the on the roster. Those two guys are kind of really different. And I think at receiver, you need a big time receiver or you need they're losing a lot in, on the back end at safety. I think you pair two guys like Caleb Downs and Malachi Starks in that in that secondary together going you know together in the future for a few a few seasons that could be deadly uh trent jed what are y'all's thoughts i'm gonna say madden sinker just because i like the way he talks crap and backs it up (laughs) you like the you like the trash talk at the i mean that joker stood in there and said that he you know he him and uh who was that other two that was in there? Marquez and Braden. Joyner. Oh, uh, yeah, McKeldry and uh, um, oh Auburn commit. Braden Joiner. Braden Joiner. Those three right there were, were were talking it and backing it up. And uh, I mean, especially Sinker. He's he's like a freaking uh, I mean, uh, anchor that uh, he gets look, his hands on to you. You're going down. Look here. This is the promo. Chuck Ward has just put the promo on the screen that Todd Munkin is going to say if he lands, if he lands Arch Arch Manning. Man, this is good stuff. Like I, I, you'd have no idea the joy that I'm getting out of reading these comments right now. <laughs> Space Mountain, the oldest ride in the park, but still has the longest line. Woo! Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Todd Munkin be pulling something like that out if he lands uh, Arch Manning. Uh, that that'll be that'll be good stuff. In fact, that is good homework here and something to put in. Put in your favorite wrestling promo that you think Kirby or somebody would say in a recruiting pitch. That would be that would be. And if you submit a video to us and use at UGA Sports Com on Twitter, uh, we may have talked Roddy into giving a giveaway for the best recruiting <laughs> pro wrestling pro recruiting pitch. In a pro wrestling promo form, you do it with UGA Sports Com. Uh, we're going to get some some kind of UGA Sports swag to you. That's some that's some good stuff right there. So appreciate that, guys. 
Um, we've kind of went all through a bunch of the questions. I mean, guys, Cliff Notes, if you have any uh, actual questions on YouTube, um, we can we can talk about we can talk about that as well. You can put them put them in there. But uh, no, we we appreciate everybody tuning in each week. We appreciate everybody putting the questions in the UGA Sports Vault. I guess uh, Trent, just you know, you you kind of joined us a little bit later. Just give your thoughts going into this weekend. Um, you know what you think uh, with Georgia hosting so many guys. You got some some committed guys, a good mix. Uh, kind of what are your thoughts? What have you been hearing? going into this weekend. Yeah, I mean I just think it's a, uh that they they have accomplished what they were trying to accomplish with getting uh the the core guys around them with their with their four commits, bringing their four commits in to do a little recruiting. It seems like a almost like an official visit uh weekend that you normally see in December, uh like around that December 12th mark where where they're trying to close deals, but they're opening up this time with uh uh, with us four commits and, and and bringing guys in to try to uh, recruit these guys, uh, it's not having a game is is important because the coaching staff gets to spend a lot of one on one times with these players and these families. Um, you know, I'm just looking forward to the weekend. What, what with 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 the atmosphere with Arch there, um, you know, would it, you know it, it's going to be it's going to be rowdy around there. I guess rowdy rowdy and bowdy bowdy. Um, uh, <laughs> K dog <laughs> with a. Uh, with 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 Arts there and, and his family and you know he's going to get the the red carpet and and but you know br- bringing in these other guys Jalen Hill and uh, um, all these guys around him uh, uh, Raylan Wilson uh, you know this is going to be uh, uh, just a jam packed weekend with but it's a, but a split you know all these coaches are going to be able to to uh, these position coaches been spend a lot of a lot of time um, and I'm just. I'm interested to start seeing the uh, the Instagrams just to see what what exactly is taking place. Are they going to try on them new white uh, helmets? Do they got them in, on campus? Um, see, see, see what's a lot of talk Instagram. about the white uniforms and about the arch throne. Some people are saying, "Hey, is that is that a subliminal message? Was the arch throne made specifically for Arch Manning?" Like, yeah, oh. <laughs> Trent worked really hard making that thing. So I hope it gets using some good pictures this week. I've been building that thing all night, so uh, I, I just went and set it up under the arch in, in Athens. So I'm just trying. To... They just picked it up. They said, "This looks cool. We'll just take oh, this." You can't pick it up. In. You gotta. Yeah, we had to take it with a trailer. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Well, Jed, I mean, you know, I guess before we uh, before we sign off here and everything, just kind of tell everybody some some notes, some things uh, coming up. What do you What do you kind of uh, you know, looking at and kind of the keys going into this weekend. All right. One, I got to answer our guy, Jeff Hightoff over here. Hakeem Williams. It seems like Texas A&M has really surged. Um, I mean, I, I, I do what? <laughs> just mess with you. Uh, that's, I, that's it, it's, it's a long time to go for, for guys like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he's taking an official, it's not a done deal by any means. I just don't think it seemed a couple months ago. And, I mean, it's not like he was a silent commit and bailed or anything. I just think, um, you know, Texas A&M has really gotten up there. He's taking an official. I believe his official's in two weeks. Um, so that'll be Texas, a chance. Texas a and kind of that uh, that pretty guy sitting on the th- throne right now coming off number one class. And uh, um, and then you also got, the, like, Florida getting a new coach. trying to, But once the season rolls around, a lot of momentum, momentum shifts because of the way, uh, you know, on-field play. So <laughs> – um, I, I mean, Florida could seriously be sitting there at like one and four. So, well, I mean, 
Here's the other thing. In the world of NIL, I don't think that you can, even if you hear whispers of somebody being silently committed or something like that, I think I don't think you can you have to take that at face value. I mean, you can't, you can't put much stock in it because literally, you know, we know that inducements happening with different, uh, different schools and things like that. I mean, it's been well publicized with Saban and Jimbo's battle back and forth and Hey, it's, it's going to happen. And, uh, and, you know, guys can get basically the schools can get the, the rug pulled out from under them, so to speak, uh, you know, last minute on stuff. So I don't, I think until, until somebody signs on the dotted line, uh, as we saw in some different recruitments over the last couple of years, I mean, just think about J- Jermaine Burton a few years ago, nobody thought until signing day that he was going to go to, you know, Georgia, he, he was looking more like LSU. They get him on signing day. Then you'd look at Luther Burton this, this last year, you know, for all the world, Georgia was, you know, the school, they even had Georgia gear on his family did, you know, going into the, going into the boys and girls club, you know, had all that kind of stuff going on and then come out, uh, you know, pull the, pull the old Travis Hunter. And, yeah. Travis Hunter, uh, FSU bound totally and then goes to Jackson state. So we're in the world of, uh, until they sign on the dotted line, you know, you never know. Uh, so that's why it's important to be subscribed to ujsports.com to be involved in the vault. I mean, we've got some guys, we got some guys on the vault <laughs> saying that they played golf with, you know, top fifty, uh, top fifty recruits parents that that say Arch Manning's doing this and that. I mean, there's connections everywhere. So if you love uh, kind of the 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 scuttlebutt on uh, on recruiting, so to speak, in a community of people that love to follow it, you need to be part of UGA Sports for sure. I think, guys, for me, the biggest keys here are going to be that leadership that that Pierce Sperlin uh, kind of provides in this class, and Raymond Cottrell, Lawson Lucky, Gabriel Harris, that but specifically Lawson Lucky and Pierce Sperlin because. Pierce Sperlin, as you said, Jed, he grew up a Georgia Bulldog fan. I mean, since literally, you know, birth. I mean, he was he was a big time Georgia Bulldog, and then Lawson Lucky as well, with his dad Mike Lucky having played at Georgia. So it's just a little bit different when you got guys that have grown up with kind of that love for Georgia, much like Kirby Smart and Will Muschamp had of being, you know, Mike Bobo, who's on staff now, that they all have from from playing there that I think that that is uh, going to be something that, that the other guys will be able to kind of kind of feel when they're talking to them and they're on these visits and things like that. So, uh, you know, I know Pierce has been talking a lot to TJ Shanahan, and TJ Shanahan said that he, he had a lot of great things to say when he called me earlier this week on, uh, on, on talking about the visit. Justice Haynes with his dad having played at Georgia, you know, there's got to be a, an excitement for their family going through this experience and stuff like that. So it's just going to be the the stories that kind of the storylines that go throughout it that I'm interested to see how they play out, how they weave things in and out. And also the, what narrative ends up being true about Arch Manning? Is it that the Manning family hates Georgia so much, you know, that they would never let him go to Georgia or stuff like that? Or is it the fact that, they really like how, you know, Kirby Smart does things that, and how that Georgia programs ran, the development, the, the how they create pros, all that kind of stuff. There's two lines of thought out there that people argue tooth and nail on, Jed. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out between those two. 
Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see like <laughs> see an actual picture of of Arch Manning on someone's Instagram story. I mean, kid's like a ghost. So yeah, and, except that one that one girl at Ole Miss <laughs> somehow <laughs> got him to do a video. Yeah, speaking of she pulled speaking that of, off. Speaking of uh, Arch Manning Jr. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. Easy. <laughs> Good lord! No, but uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> that escalated quickly. It's <laughs> it's That's the thing. Like, tap tap. Get off air. Get uh, off air. It's the it's the story. We lost Jed's feed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I mean, but like you said, Blaine, it's the stories that come out of because, like you've mentioned, the first weekend last year of all those guys that were here, and it's five of six or whatever it was ended up in the class plus Troy Bowles who can end up in this class. So. um yeah, just the stories, and it's going to be really interesting to look back on a few months and say and see what this uh, weekend ended up doing for this class. Yeah, and I'm gonna, you know, I love these these pro wrestling references, so I got to leave us here with. Uh, you have to think this is what Kirby Smart, you know, looked at his staff and said this to him before this official visit weekend. We snack on danger and dine on death as we go into this official business. So, so that is a perfect way to end this uh, in this episode of UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. We appreciate the heck out of everybody in the YouTube comments. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast version, listen on audio. For Jed May and Trent Smallwood, I am Blaine Gilmer. We will catch you guys next time on UGA Sports, Rumors versus Fact. Make sure to subscribe, turn on notifications, throw us a like. We'll catch you next time.